Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, August 18th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Life. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. Oregon again set a daily record Tuesday with 2,941 coronavirus cases, shattering the old mark set last week as the number of Oregonians hospitalized with COVID-19 soared ever higher. The state reported 838 people are hospitalized in Oregon with COVID-19, an 11% increase from Monday's total. Oregon saw another 15 deaths and reports that the percent of tests that were positive rose to 12.2%. For comparison, the state had sought to keep percent positivity under 5% for much of the pandemic. OHSU this month estimated that COVID hospitalizations could rise to 1,100 by September 7th. The spikes come as some health systems, particularly in Jackson County, are already strained by the COVID spike, which is being driven by unvaccinated people. Thousands of sand dollars washed up onto the Oregon coast this weekend to their certain death. The Seaside Aquarium posted photos of the sand dollars Sunday evening to its Facebook page. The sand dollars apparently washed up with the afternoon high tides on the south end of Seaside Beach near Tillamook Head. Once beached, they are unable to get back to the water. Sand dollars are a species of sea urchin, covered in tube feet and spines that they use to move and eat. In rough waters, they lie flat partially buried in the sand, but in calmer waters they stand upright like wheels. The creatures feed on algae and other small bits of organic material. Aquarium officials say they didn't know whether this was an isolated incident or part of a larger trend. Sand dollars can only live out of the water for a few minutes before dying. While their bleached white exoskeletons are well known to beachcombers in Oregon, living sand dollars are covered in purple fuzz. In other parts of the world they can be green, blue, and pink. A Portland firefighter allegedly kidnapped a man who had reportedly burglarized the firefighter's marijuana dispensary in an effort to, quote, teach the man a lesson. According to court documents and law enforcement sources, Douglas Borland, a Portland Fire and Rescue employee, tracked track down the reported burglar along with an accomplice at a downtown steakhouse. Police said Borland's accomplice pistol-whipped the man and threw him into a black Range Rover that the firefighter was driving. According to an Uber driver who observed the incident and reported it to police, Borland's vehicle had no license plate. Borland was on suspension from his firefighting gig for unspecified reasons at the time of the alleged kidnapping. He faces three counts of first-degree kidnapping and is set to be arraigned on Wednesday. Portland Timbers and Thorns fans better vax up if they want to attend a match at Providence Park or come with receipts of a very recent negative test. The professional soccer clubs jointly announced Tuesday that proof of vaccination against COVID-19 will be required starting August 25th. The rules apply to all fans 12 and older. All fans 5 and older will be required to wear masks or face coverings throughout the stadium, except while in their seats. Masks are not required but are recommended for fans while they are seated. Fans must show a CDC vaccination card, a photocopy of that card, or a picture of the card on a mobile device. Fans also need to be at least two weeks past their second dose of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, or two weeks past their single dose of the J&J vaccine. Fans can also show a negative PCR test if it occurred within 48 hours of kickoff. The soccer squads said they are the first American soccer clubs to take these steps. The Las Vegas Raiders of the NFL took similar steps on Monday. 
Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.